Hi, Peter Borker here, and welcome to today's edition of The Transition Guy. Now joining me today in the studio is Paul Larson, author of Find Your Voice as a Leader. Welcome to today's show, Paul. Thank you so much, Peter. It's an honor to be here. So thank you. That's our pleasure. And one of the reasons why I kind of thought you'd be a great guest for our show is you specialize a lot in mindset. And one of the things that I'm seeing at the moment is the world around us is really changing. Probably change at the most rapid rate that we've noticed. Well, probably, I mean, I thought 0809 was going to be quite a big change for us. (laughs) But to be honest with you, and I thought that was a once in a lifetime experience, but that's like a walk in the park. That's like a picnic compared to where we are now. And it is, we have changed on so many fronts, but it's like people are paralyzed. I mean, you've got those people that are right now really successful. They've really been able to have that agile mindset. But I'm absolutely probably intrigued and shocked at how many people are so fearful and they're rooted in a fixed mindset. What, what have you been seeing? Yes, Peter. I am. Um, so thank you for, thank, first of all, thank you for the introduction. That was wonderful. Um, and I hope that I, I, you know, meet up to your benchmark of a great guest, but I myself as well as a coach and as, as kind of a user of our community, as, as a fellow human, um, I have frozen as well in, in parts of this global pandemic. And I just don't mean the pandemic as COVID, but I mean the pandemic of the chaos that it has created. And there were times throughout the course of the last couple of years, and I'm sure in the in the future, where I found myself nested, or I should say re-nested occasionally in the fixed mindset, which is based, as you eloquently put, as fear-based. It's when we get stuck, literally stuck with our thinking, with our actions or no actions. And we let others influence. And others don't necessarily always mean people. It could be media. It could be environment. It could be our past thoughts, which is what you were talking about as well. And the key on that is there's no magic potion to say, oh, okay, I'm I'm, I'm just going to take this sip right here and I'm going to bust out of this and be back to myself in the growth mindset. There's no magic potion for that. But what it does take is self-awareness, that awareness of who we are and ourself to say, this is what I'm experiencing right now. This is not what I want to experience right now. And thus, I'm going to take action, whether it be a new thought, whether it be a new behavior, or just a slight pivot from where I'm at to have something different happen to me. That that finesse of your self-awareness right there is the key for changing your life. But bottom line, we can run after money. We can run after new adventures. We can run after new jobs, which is what I'm seeing as well. As you're saying, I'm seeing people from a fear mindset make decisions about, I can't do this right now. I can't start my business. I have to close my business down. I'm going to go back to the corporate world, which I didn't like, but it provided me security or provided me comfort. That's an okay decision to make as long as you make it with full awareness. 
But when people are not practicing that self-awareness, then they're making those decisions in a vacuum and they're making those decisions out of fear. And I've seen that a lot where people are not making decisions around their business because they're waiting. It's like, well, I'm going to wait for things to settle. But we're like 24 months into this nearly. And well, how much time does one really need for something to settle before you realize that actually there is no certainty out there? Absolutely. I mean, hello, define settled. You know, define that. What does that mean? Have we ever been truly, truly settled in this world? There is always chaos. There is always change. In fact, when I hear the word change or I hear the word transformation, I kind of, I, I, I kind of have a, 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 just a, a reaction because we're almost, we're almost setting change apart. Change is what we do. Change is our life. We have to learn to integrate it and blend it. If we have change as a separate program or process, you know, adapt to change, uh, uh, there's this change process, then it becomes separate. And we look at it as separate. Then it makes, it makes perfect sense for people to not want to engage with that program or process and go back or hearken back to what was normal. You know, we only have right now to deal with the present. We have no idea what the future will hold. But is the future going to be different than it is right now? Hello? Of course it is. My next hour is going to be different than it is right now. Tomorrow is going to be different. And I don't sit and wonder about that. I do what I can as, 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 as myself to bring awareness to what I can influence. Do you think people... And the, think, the people that, no, no. Um, unfortunately... Oh, go ahead. No, no, you go. No, go ahead, Pete. Oh, I was just going to say, the people... Oh, go. <laughs> One of the problems when you've got a little bit of delay. I was just going to jump on your point when you're talking about, okay, the things that you can control, perceive to control. Do you think that that self-awareness bit, that people are there, there is that element of self-awareness, but they don't want to go there, because actually the reality is it's too painful for them and it scares the living daylights out of them. Uh, yeah, your, your key word there on, on that statement is scare. And again, it's fear-based. But you know what? That's that negativity bias that exists in our world. And it's fed to us and influenced to us by the media, by friends and followers, and, and by our own um, so absolutely, but it never is as painful as we think it's going to be. But we follow these what-if scenarios, we these cataclysmic, these cataclysmic events, and and oh, if I do that, it's going to do that. And I'm safer if I just stay where I'm at. I'm safer if I'm just where I'm at. I think um one of your earlier guests on your podcast was talking about procrastination. And why we go, don't go forward with things. And there's many, many reasons. A lot of it is fear-based. A lot of it is, is fear-based. A lot of it also is I deal a lot with imposter syndrome. Um, I myself have dealt with it where we feel like a fake or a fraud. And think about this. 
If you have feelings in your mind and thoughts in your mind that you're a fake or fraud in what you're doing, and you add in the global environment that we're in right now, that is like a cauldron of a mess. And you're going to stay where you're at because, okay, I, I know where I'm at right now, and I'm afraid to take a step out of this because I really don't know what I'm doing. And people are going to find out that I don't know what I'm doing, which is one of the one of the hallmarks of imposter syndrome. But in the and last so having lived with that, my Paul, whole in the last two years, most people don't know what they're doing because no one, very few people living have ever gone through a pandemic. Most living people have never experienced a global shutdown. In fact, no one has. Because back in the days of the Spanish flu, we never had access to travel like we have today. We never had access to communication like we have today. So at the end of the day, this is all a first. And there is no rule book or handbook to teach you how to navigate a pandemic. Now, maybe people are writing them right now and there will be loads of texts around it because I'm sure there's going to be more pandemics as we continue. But right. from an emotional point of view, where's the, where's the education and the training to deal with not seeing your loved ones, being displaced, being told you have to close the doors of your business because you can't physically trade? That's never happened. You're absolutely right. And you know what that requires? You know what you just diagrammed right there in, a, in actually a very beautiful way? Trust in yourself. When you said there hasn't been anything like this before in many of our lives, uh, uh, certainly on a global scale, the chaos, the tragedy, the, all the loss of, and, and everything else, you're absolutely right, at least in my life as well. I've not experienced that. But what it then requires is instead of looking outward like we always do and looking for external validation, external recognition, external knowledge, which, as you said, there was a, there, there's, 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 there's a gap. that hasn't happened. We need to look within ourselves and trust ourselves to say, okay, I'm, I'm scared. Um, I, I, I feel a loss. I haven't been able to see my family or I've experienced a loss with, with my family or friends. I don't know what this means. I don't know what even Wednesday's going to look like besides Tuesday and Friday and Saturday. But I'm going to trust in myself that I'm going to navigate this the best that I can. And if you think about it, Peter, on a global scale, this was the first time that the universe has called to say, you need to trust in yourself. You've got, a, you've got an incredible mechanism here, but you've got to trust in yourself. And that's what you see. People don't know how, it's not so much the operating policy book for the pandemic. It's the operating policy book for yourself to know how to navigate through something. And for many people in life, they've gone through something, you know, when we go through any kind of event in our lives that's very personal, we learn or we potentially, I should say, have the, have the ability to learn how to navigate. And that's what we can call on is those instructions that are embedded in here. But the fear, the hype, the chaos sometimes prevent us from reaching in and doing that. So that was a nice way to put it, but it's a trust in yourself. It's that self-awareness that you and I both work on for ourselves and our, our, our clients. It's having that self-awareness to say, okay, 
This is where I'm at. This is what I need to do. And if I'm feeling fear and I'm feeling, I'm feeling like I I'm not confident. Okay. I observe that in myself. Instead of saying I'm fearful, say I'm observing that I'm fearful. It's a slight finesse, but the words have so much power that they, they actually can change your mindset little by little. So you're going to feel fear and you're going to feel whatever the feelings we have, but instead of owning it, just say, Oh, I'm observing right now. I'm really angry. I'm, I'm, I'm observing right now. I'm disappointed. That is almost like stepping out of yourself. I'm feeling that, or she's feeling that, or Peter's feeling that you put yourself in the third party. You don't own it. And it allows you to kind of finesse that to take, to continue taking those steps forward and not be stuck with that feeling. So do you think if people were taken out of their current situation, stuck on a desert Island with no access to media, whether it's in a television format, whether it's newspapers and more importantly, all the fake news on social media. And we took all of that away from them, do you think they'd be better equipped to trust themselves? Well, you know, social media, fake news, I've never heard that before. <laughs> Especially coming from joke. the US, right? <laughs> yeah, never. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Please explain. Um, <laughs> so that's a really great question, right? That's that, that, and that to your point is that desert island game that many of us have played in our, in our, in our careers. Um, they would have, let me just say this, I don't know what the outcome would be on that. I would have faith or be hopeful that they have the opportunity because they would be in a container, but people are people, groups are groups. And when you take them out of one container, i.e. our current environment, the world as it is, and put them into another container, a desert island, which is, has, is full of scarcity and so forth, they may, they may absolutely rise to that occasion and, again, bring in, you know, um, become much more self-aware of what they need to do, or they manufacture what is missing. They manufacture the, 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 the news cycle. They manufacture fake news. They manufacture what he did, what she did, the negativity. It all depends on the mindset they're in when they're placed there and their ability to say, oh, wow, this is different than where I just was in the UK or the United States. I need to change this. I need to change my mindset or uh, -uh I got to go back to normal. So I got to make this where my new environment, just like it was. I got to do that. It all depends on if that is enough of, 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 a, um, of a journey for them that they can become self-aware. So that's my answer to that. I've seen, you know, I've seen people become self-aware just by making small little changes in their current environment without the drastic change needed, um, you know, of moving or being secluded on a desert island. So, I mean, most people that will tune into this sort of episode will have a, not have a fixed mindset because you wouldn't be listening to this if you had a fixed mindset. You obviously want to change. What advice would you give to our audience about the first steps needed to start making that change so that you are not paralyzed by fear 
and actually you can move forward. Yeah, yeah. Um, the advice that I take for myself, and I, I, I can't prescribe it for other people. I work with coach, I, I work with clients and so forth around it, but really the advice I can I take for myself and that works for me, first of all, is to recognize. Always recognize the thoughts that you're thinking. Because number one, before we take action, before we say anything, which is action, we have a thought about it, period. We don't take action or say something without a thought. It might be a fleeting thought, but we, we have a thought. We are choosy about the clothes that we wear. We are choosy about the books that we read. We are choosy about our where we eat, for Pete's sake. I like that food. I don't want that food. I like that restaurant. I like that cafe. We are choosy about so many things in our life, but we aren't choosy about the thoughts that we're thinking. We aren't choosy about what comes into our mind on a second-by-second -second basis. Um, I've seen many nutritionists through the years, and when I when I've wanted to get healthy and I wanted to reboot my physical sense, you know, and it really should start up here. And what do nutritionists or dietitians always tell us to do? Do a diary of all the food that you intake. You know, spend, spend a week writing down everything you do so you see the food that comes into your body. So you're purposeful and you're very deliberate about what you're eating. And when you look at that diary, you can say, wow, I didn't know I had 12 donuts. I didn't know I, I ate 12, you know, 12 Cadbury bars. Oh my gosh. What it does is it brings awareness, right? to what we're intaking into our body. Well, we don't do a thought diary. We don't have that thought diary the same way that we might have a diet diary. So one of the things I do is a very simple thought diary. I write down some of the thoughts that I think during the day. I don't write down all of them because the National Science Foundation says that we can have anywhere from 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts in a given day. I'm not going to write more than just <laughs> less than yeah. 12. But I like to see the themes and it helps me again, self-awareness. It starts with your thoughts. It starts with what you're thinking. And that is my biggest piece of advice. It's very simple, but it has the most long-term investment in being able to adapt, being able to thrive and becoming more certain of yourself in these uncertain times. The world will always be uncertain. And the pandemic has just proved that at a global scale. Hello, the world is uncertain. The only thing you can be certain of is yourself and how you navigate and how you activate and how you thrive, not just survive. Because people say, oh, if I can just survive, I'm fine. Heck no. You can learn to thrive in any of those environments, but it starts right here. It starts with the thoughts that you're thinking. And that's, and that's a really valid point and really good insight. Because a lot of people talk about mental health. A lot of people talk, I mean, everyone's talking about it. Ah, oh, we've got to be careful about mental health. We've got to watch mental health. But no one gives you any tangible. Okay, well, in order to improve your mental health, no one gives you any sort of, okay, this is how you do it. They just talk all the time, yeah, mental health, mental health. It's been really bad. Oh, yes, we've got to do something about it. But actually what you've just said is actually these are tangible things you can do. And actually having a journal where you can journal your thoughts i think it's a bloody good idea because then you're looking for yeah. the you're looking for the trends you're looking for the patterns and not only by looking at the patterns can you know what you need to shift so i think that's absolutely right. awesome 
So if right. people want to right. sort of get in touch with you and find more out about you, what's the best way to connect with you? Well, I'm on the fake news social media network all over the place. <laughs> and I hope my news is not fake. So, you know, I, 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 I believe in what I put out there is to be very genuine to myself. Yep. So you can find me on LinkedIn. I'd love to, you know, if people want to connect with me on LinkedIn at Paul N. Larson, L-A-R-S-E-N, Norwegian, um, first and foremost. Um, they can send me an email. I'm very, very happy. To, I'd love to get emails from people that have heard me on podcasts or saw my posts or something. And I'd love to have conversations that way. That's at paul at paulnlarson.com. And then my website, um, as if they want to, you know, look to see kind of what my offerings are and so forth. That's paulnlarson.com. So anyway, like you can find me on Twitter at Voice as a Leader. You can find me on Facebook at Voice as a Leader. So kind of all over the place. I'm like that 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 stalking coach that wants to help people um, get a little bit better and learn to thrive. Probably the easiest way is to go into Google and type in Paul N. Larson and it that will would come too. up with all your options. <laughs> yeah, that would work too. And, and the reason I have my N in there as my middle initial is there's a competitive sailor in the world who's incredible, I guess, and he's Paul Larson. So he comes up kind of on the SEO piece. So I added my N so that I can differentiate that. And, you know, as I'm saying this to you, that's what we need to do in life. I didn't think about it at the time when I had to do that. But we need to find kind of our, as I said, as you said earlier, our distinctive voice and to figure out how we add value um, to not just ourselves, but to others. So we can always find that distinction in there. Maybe it's just that middle initial makes a difference. (laughs) Brilliant. If you found today's episode to be useful, you want a bit more information, please head over to booker.com and get in touch. If you love today's episode, please like it, subscribe so you don't miss future episodes, but also please share it with others so they can also benefit from it. And most importantly, remember that learning to fail is wrong. Failing to learn is learning to fail. You see fixed mindset? I've got that totally wrong. And most importantly, please stay safe, especially now with so much uncertainty out there. I mean, we're hearing about the new new variant and everything. You've just got to make sure that you do the best thing by you. And the one thing I would say, Paul, is that although we've been through this, we have a great resilience and we will get through this. And Absolutely. We've pro- proven that over and over again, as you said. We've proven that over and over. But the resilience starts with me. It starts with us. Nobody can do that for you. You have to start with yourself. No, absolutely. Thank you very much for being such an awesome guest. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Peter. It was an honor. And again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for what you're doing for the world and for each single entrepreneur that you work with and business owner. Because again, Working with individuals collectively, then that creates the change that we need. It starts with each one. So I really applaud what you're doing. Thank you. It was an honor to be here. 